0: don't know how much you want me to go into that it's point is the tip so (laughs) you're
1: taking just the the tip (laughs) just the
0: tip nice (laughs) (laughs) you would take it there javier you would take it there
1: is that gonna be our intro did did ian just make our intro
2: i i I think ian did just make our (laughs) intro (laughs) yeah Welcome back to the What's Our Verdict TV podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. Today, we're reviewing Westworld Season 3, Episode 7, Past Pawn. Man, a lot happened in this episode, guys. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner.
1: Better Red Than Dead.
2: Javier Ortiz. What is up, my Cinemagic nerds? And Ian Anderson.
1: Some shit.
2: I'm never going to live that screw-up down. (laughs) I mean, it is epic. It's a pretty good screw-up, because it sounds cool as hell. But only when used purposefully. That's gonna come up in every recording. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did I did like the end of uh our most recent one. We're Cinemagic out. That was funny <laughs> shit.
1: What episode did we call Ian Ian Johnson? That'd be a good one for our, our listeners to know. Or Masten Heiner. Oh fuck.
2: Yeah, I have to go back and figure it <laughs> out. Mast and Heiner. I
0: can't even remember.
2: I left the Mast Heiner one in there. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> yeah, it was one of the first few, so I'll have to I'll have to go back and find it. I'm sure I have it somewhere. So, Westworld past Pawn. I instantly looked at that name and I'm like, "Oh, they're talking about chess."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I was excited cuz it's getting to the end. What'd you guys think of this episode? Man, I, I got to be honest and I when I finished, like I was thinking I was like if this episode is supposed to be make me feel like super like hyped or like feel epic, I don't know, it, i guess it fell on dead ears or closed eyes or something like it wasn't bad but like I don't know i was just kind of like, right, cool wow interesting
3: it reminded me why i think this tv show is kind of stupid to be honest
0: why is that elaborate well i liked it i thought it was intense jj <laughs> i thought it was great yeah fuck you guys <laughs> i want to hear
3: more from javier yeah i'm interested why do you say that um, I think what really got under okay, there were two things that got under my skin, um, and what and they're both I think they're both pretty petty. But the first one, <laughs> when um, what's Dolores's little bitch called? That what's that dude's name? Clementine? from No, from um, from Breaking Bad. Oh, Caleb. Yeah, Caleb. Um, when he's like, the Americans were there officially to help with the Civil War, but there was nothing civil about it. I'm like, do you know what a civil war is? Like, there hasn't been a civil war in the history of civil wars that's ever been civil. Oh, dude, that line just really got under my skin for some reason. And and then... I was pretty petty. Keep going. Yeah, it was pretty petty. I, like, I gave a caveat. And it, that, I'll give you guys that one. It's petty, but it's a very stupid remark from a seasoned <laughs> soldier, so to speak. Um, and then the second one was... Well, oh, it, like ah, Maeve had Dolores just had her dead to rights. And instead of just freaking finishing her like mortal Kombat style, she, what does she do? She monologues, she walks and she monologues.
1: Mm. And I'm
3: like, what a stupid scene. That is dumb. Obviously Dolores is trying to get to the EMP. Like and to be fair, Maeve doesn't know this, but she's just gloating and gloating. And for someone who's supposed to be super hella smart, that was a
1: dumb move. So let me just chime in really quick. Cause I, I, I agree with Javier there. Um, it bothered what, what bothered me about that scene is if, if Ciroc, knew i don't know if he didn't know where she was but he was working with Delore or with mave how do, how were more soldiers not sent how were more resources not sent if like you knew where she was and you needed to stop this and he's done so much to this point and i was like oh so we're going mono Mono? like it was that epic and that fight seemed cool and i was like this isn't practical like if if this guy's this smart i thought about that that's a good point and it bothered me because you're not going to bank it on one person to take this. You're going to send the farm. You're going to save everything. And then the other thing I thought about as he was talking is if Maeve can control machines and technology and such, just like she did that robot that stabbed Dolores, the the Solem, the Solomon program and such, how was there not any interaction between the two of them? I was surprised that there wasn't something played there. I just thought. There would have been some communication between Maeve and that machine, or at least more, um, if I'm missing a little bit of a point there. But really what bothered me was it was just Maeve. I was like, what the – it just it just didn't seem believable from that point.
2: I mean, to be fair, it was technically Maeve and a giant
1: fucking gunship. <laughs> Yeah, that sucked. It didn't hit. Like, it didn't hit anything until the end. It hit her arm. And uh, come on, the, we're
3: in a world where guns aim themselves, and there's a giant ass warship that can't hit anything. Yeah, I'm with Matt on that one, man. That was dumb.
1: And that ship didn't have like infrared, so it couldn't shoot unless Dolores came outside of the pavilion. We're just going to full petty here. Yes, through two by four. <laughs> like a little, like a little shack. I guess I'm feeling my inner I'm feeling my inner Javier today. Like same thing with that like Barrett 50 cow that
3: Dolores was using. It couldn't shoot through slated wood to hit Mave. I just <laughs>
1: Dumb. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll we'll remove the rest of the pettiness. But uh, the one thing I did want to ask JJ though, wouldn't Maeve have like talked to Solomon? Didn't you think that was going to happen?
2: Um, I didn't, and, and uh, the reason being is is and two things, and this kind of answers a little part of Javier's petty comment about the fact that she monologued. That's Maeve. If, if you go back and watch the first two seasons, she loves to rub her victories in. So it didn't surprise me at all that she fucked that shit up because as soon as she thinks that she's winning, she's going to tell you all about the fact that she's winning. That's one of the reasons I like her so much because it's fun to listen to her berate the people that she's fucking murdering and killing. Oh, she fucked up in this one, but she's been one step behind Dolores the whole time. So I think, I don't think one, I don't think that she knew about Solomon, and I don't think she cared about Solomon. She's so singularly focused on destroying Dolores. That's her prime directive. That's what Serac has brought her in to do. He hasn't told her, as far as we know, anything other than Dolores is causing me issues. She's giving me heartburn, and I need you to take care of it. So I don't think she knows any more about it. I don't think she's looking for it. I think she's just looking for a way to destroy Dolores in a way that makes her feel nice and warm and fuzzy,
3: albeit stupid or not. JJ, I will say this though, you called Caleb's life to a T bro. Mm
1: -hmm. You called that from like a mile away, man. And that's probably why it didn't mean as much to me because I was like, oh, I've been told this already. Yeah,
3: I was like, of course. (laughs) I already knew this was going to happen. JJ told me.
2: (laughs) Can I just tell you, like, I literally stood up when they finally confirmed, gave enough to confirm to me that and I actually, it wasn't, it was near the end when, when Bernard said that Caleb is her plan. Like I stood up and raised my hands. I'm the only one in the fucking room, but I still raised my hands in champion fucking form. And I'm like, I called that shit from the beginning. She set all of that shit up to get next to him, make sure that
3: she had his interest I was like, fucking Dolores. Not just that. You called that they were not serving in the military, that they came home and they were working on that little app. You called that it went south and you (laughs) called that Caleb killed Francis. Dude, you are a magic man. Cinemagic, baby. Cinemagic. Cinemagic. Yeah fuck
2: yeah i love this show it gets me and that was i've, I've pinpointed on his and i was I figured out he's the crutch of this whole thing and once i figured that out yeah i did figure that shit out i was pretty smart there <laughs> so thank you for that
1: ian i want to
2: i want to I hear something from you i was about to say same thing i know ian's on my side so i want to hear about it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i got a kick out of when solomon said to Dolores if you die I will adjust my projections (laughs) (laughs) fair enough yeah there were a couple of like one liners in this movie show that I really tons of them got a kick out of the man in black had a a couple too
2: (laughs) oh I wrote them down the Because I put on it, this is the man in black in all his glory. This is the man in black I've been waiting for since last season. When he, don't lecture me, you fucking can opener. Are you shitting me? What a fucking great line. Amazing. And then he's like, I'm going to do something with her blood. Mop the fucking floor with it.
3: (laughs) Dude, yes. That whole story just reinforced me that Bernard is a pussy and he can't do anything right. Yeah, I'm still lost. Dude, the man in black's like, kill me now, or I'm gonna kill you later. And he the first thing out of Bernard's mouth is, Oh, we could use him later. I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> Put a bullet in his brain, be done with it, man. Just be done. And then, like, the next scene you see them in is the man in black has a is pointing a shotgun at them. I'm like, Yeah, you you're an idiot, dude. You deserve yeah. to be shot.
1: <sighs> yeah. Bernard's are not an idiot. Yeah. So why is Solomon still around? It's a good question. And I
2: the only answer that I could come up with is that he is the one. He's the machine that's keeping everyone on ice alive. That's the only thing that I can think of is that he's making sure that that's that ice. But I don't know. I don't know why you'd keep him around. I don't know. You know. And to be honest, I was surprised that when she said we have to find Solomon, I was like, wait, what the fuck? I thought Solomon was like the first iteration of... Rehoboam, and they just melded him into Rehoboam. i didn't realize that solomon was still around at all yeah. so i
1: was confused by that as well i don't know why he's there confusing and then there's only like eight guards like all in that massive complex i don't know i I just keep going back to the penniness but it bothered me it just really <laughs> bothered me
2: well and i won't lie there's things about this episode that like kind of drove me crazy so she's got a you got a satellite that can drop a uh, basically what looks like a missile just made to kill one person from (laughs) space and you have a sniper rifle that can shoot through walls to kill a guy two guys that are sitting in a lunchroom and can shoot all of them you don't have to look as long as the little tracker things on their number you fucking unload but you have again you guys have a gunship that can't fucking see everybody and two the second part of that to bothered me is, like, how if this fucking drone's that cool and can see everything else, why did it miss the seventh guy or sixth
3: guy or whatever? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that too.
2: That's a great point. <laughs>
1: Let's show up. Yeah, good point. Yeah.
2: I'm like, oh, hold the fuck up. Wait. So I love the use of the technology because don't get me wrong, the technology they showed in this episode. Oh, so cool. Scares the fuck out of me because none of it seems that far-fetched to me. Mm -hmm. with the technology that we have that kind of shit scares me but i'm like "Mm, you can't use it and then negate it in the same sentence and that so that did bother me there were some things about it but i it's easy for me to overlook because the man in black said he was a bastion of society (laughs) so i can let that shit go
1: i'm excited that he definitely it seems like he has a strong story arc into further at least the next season for sure yeah I hope so. I I he
2: entertains me, and Ed Harris is so fucking good. Like in the preview for ne- the finale, and he's like, "I'm going to save the fucking world." <laughs> I was just like, "Yes, you are, sir.
1: Yes, the you are." The man, life got biblical. He used the the phrase "one original sin." And I was like, "Whoa, all right, all right, you're getting like real deep there." Yeah, it's nuts.
2: Um. So the other thing that stuck out to me is is Caleb's reveal. It's kind of gnarly. When you think about like, obviously there was a lot of it that I had figured out as far as his past, but the fact that like I love the fact that he's basically the creator of personals because he's the first guy that they figured this shit out with, and he, I mean, killing his best friend—that's like the ultimate personal, right? So it's insane, and then it's just the whole thing is so nefarious. On when you think about the large scale purpose of this we looked at the remember back in the first episode we were looking at this make money motherfuckers app and i'm going this is the coolest thing i've ever seen the criminals have an app that tells them what to do and now i realize no the outliers have an app that helps rehoboam get rid of the people that are in its plans way how fucking twisted is (laughs) that shit so that one really like i was like oh fuck this app is not cool This is the shit that that everybody needs to be fighting against.
3: So, all right, guys, I have a question for you. If you, if some dude was like, yo, I'll give you $3 million to kill your best friend, and in a weird turn of events through self defense, you end up killing your friend, would you cash in on that $3 million or would you just shoot that guy in the head too? Ooh,
2: that's a tough question. I'm going to let everybody else answer first.
0: I have no response to that. <laughs>
1: it's pretty simple for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the money. Like,
3: Yeah, dude, why would you take the money? Your friend's already yeah. dead. Might as well retire.
1: I mean, he was going to kill me. And the way I looked at that situation, obviously, I'm, I'm removing emotion. But like, they're going to kill them anyways if sw- someone doesn't die. So he, he kind of just got lucky. Trigger finger. So here's the thing, though. <laughs> Trigger finger.
2: Here's the thing, though. I don't think he's missing out on much money because the app pinged him and said, assassinate Francis with four dollar signs on it, which I'm assuming like, you know, my food app four and five dollar signs means that shit's going to cost me a lot of fucking money when I go eat there. So he probably he got paid to kill Francis through the app and their whole job was to kill the other guy through the app. So in theory, he would have got paid twice already just by the app. The problem that you run into is he was fucked either way because they rewrote his brain after he did that shit. So he's already dicked, right? He's not
3: probably didn't get paid for either job. (laughs) So what I'm hearing, JJ, is that you would just shoot both people instead of just shooting one and taking the money.
2: Um, I mean, I would definitely shoot the guy trying to kill me. Then I might ask the guy if he could get me away somewhere and then take his money.
1: If he can't, then I'm
3: probably just going to shoot him.
1: Look, like, I would have understood if Javier shot me. I'm just going to be honest. Like,
3: yeah, $3 million. I, I'm going to be straight with you guys. Take the $3 million and shoot me. Like, I get that, you know? So here's my real problem with that scene. If I'm Francis,
2: we never got outside. I'm fucking plugging his ass in the room.
3: It's true. Yeah, that was a weird place to ask that question. I thought, where he's like, "How much?" You know, I thought it was weird to do that outside.
2: Yeah, like I wouldn't even have given him the chance to say how much. Instead of saying, "Hey, I'll meet you outside. I'll take point. I'm just going to plug him in the
1: room and then plug the other guy." When he when he said that I'll meet you outside and take point, taking point only means like, "Hey, I'm seven feet in front of you." Like, (laughs) I was like, "Well, that's, (laughs) that's taking point right there."
3: Yeah, Ian, what does taking point mean? You're a military, you know, specialist.
0: You're going first.
1: You're going
2: first.
0: This <laughs> is <laughs> pretty. I don't know. I don't know how much you want me to go into that. Its point is the tip. So <laughs> you're
1: taking just point. the tip. So just the
0: tip. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you would take it there, Javier. You would take it there.
1: Is that going to be our intro? Did Did Ian just make our intro? <laughs>
2: Uh, I think Ian did just make our (laughs) intro.
0: (laughs) Yeah, got to beat Javier in these intros one of these days.
1: So one thing I do, I want to ask you guys is as the EMP was going off, though, that we heard Solomon say, there's one thing I should, I'm not sure if it got off the word warn, but obviously it got cut off. Uh, We're going to start with our resident. I mean, I don't even know if any of us have any thoughts except JJ, but JJ, what did you think? My my knee jerk
2: reaction is to say, the end of this plan ends in your death. Like that to me, like that's the only thing. I guess it's not the only thing, but that's the first thing that I think of as the obvious answer. Is that I thought of the death of humanity. It could be. That's another. That's a great one, actually. W- world ending kind of shit yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense.
1: Anyone else have any I, thoughts? No, not on that.
0: <laughs> I feel like that. <laughs> Wouldn't be just an afterthought, but maybe that's just me. I feel like that should be upfront or included in the drive that he gave him.
2: I think from a human perspective, you're right. But from an AI who doesn't give a shit anymore, maybe.
0: It's true.
3: But. I don't know. That would be hilarious if this like <laughs> super smart AI is like, here's this plan. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, it kills everyone. But it is
1: a it's <laughs> a bipolar a bipolar AI. And for them, when it's told to run that doomsday scenario that was put in, does it does it care about humanity? And at that point it's just told to run the projection that's gonna cause the riot. And if the end result is the end of humanity, I don't think it would care. I think it was just doing what it was told and It was running the projection it had.
0: Then why warn him? What? Then why warn him? Fair point.
1: I don't know. Maybe it was like an (laughs) FU. I mean, it is schizophrenic.
0: Could it be more of an FU if it didn't tell him? (laughs) Well, it never did. You just got to find that stuff out on your own.
3: I mean, theoretically. I'm really curious how you program schizophrenia into an AI?
1: That's a great question. Every, every 15th choice is random. There you, that's what I would do. Well,
2: I think it had more to do <laughs> with the fact that he was programmed by a schizophrenic mind. And so as it was told to run scenarios, it was being done so by someone who suffered from paranoid schizophrenia. And so it learned the patterns based on the scenarios it was given to run. And so those patterns are what, and this is true for all even current AI, what it learns and how AI affects its, or builds itself and becomes smarter is based on patterns and based on series of events and what it's doing. And so that's how it would
1: become quote unquote schizophrenic. Neural it's obviously not. networks is the phrase in the machine learning world. You train the model to look for, as JJ said, the patterns that you want it to replicate and follow. So I think it's very believable if that guy was bipolar in his decision-making, Wayne. Yeah, that model That's could an, be skewed.
0: You got to get it right if you're going to get it right. It's not bipolar. <laughs> it's schizophrenia. Oh, gosh. Very, very, very That's different. Dang it. Schizophrenia.
1: <laughs> bipolar is different. I got the tech part right. I screwed that up. Sorry, guys. You're good. I just muted and was laughing at you the whole time. So <laughs> <laughs> As one of my schizophrenic personalities, I couldn't remember the difference between bipolar and schizophrenia.
3: There you go. Can I say one more thing that bothered me about this episode? Sure. Uh, Was the interaction between Dolores and Solomon when he was like, we made this plan to get rid of outliers because it saved the most people. And then her rebuttal was, do these people look safe to you? To which the rebuttal to that would be, well, no, because that's part of the plan. You know, I just, I, I don't, I don't like that her rebuttal like changed Solomon's mind. It's like, oh, I guess you're right. I guess I'll help now. Because it wasn't a real rebuttal to an actual argument. It was just a, it was a grasp at straws that somehow worked. And that bothers me. That's fair. Yeah. It's a really stupid AI.
0: I liked when Dolores was like, you and me are the same to the AI. And the AI was like, no, we're not the nope. same at all. <laughs> Thanks for trying, but...
2: I even put on here. I was like, Solomon is a dick. <laughs> yeah, he's a major dick. Guys <laughs> kind dick. of an asshole.
0: Well, to me, it just made, reminded me that like Solomon doesn't have the emotions. Like it's all logic. Like, and Dolores is trying to play this emotional game. Like you and me are the same. We're going through these similar experiences. We've both been, you know, we have both outlived our use. And da, da 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 da. And he's like, no, that's not true. Eh.
2: So good. I actually really enjoyed Solomon as a character. Like how he's just like, okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You're stupid. I'm smart, but I'll do what you want. (laughs) Please don't push my EMP button.
0: (laughs) I'm glad there wasn't any security on Solomon because that would have really messed with the plot line. Like that you can just walk in and talk to Solomon and be like, hey, I want a plan that completely like does this to the world.
3: Okay. I don't have a good reason or a good argument, so do it anyway.
1: Another good point. How could – How could? yeah, you brought up a great point. How is Serac not like remoting into that and shutting that down? Like it just yeah, – that part was very easy. Good point. So here's an interesting
2: like thought that I just had. I literally just had it that I didn't think about. I mean obviously I heard the dialogue, but Solomon talks about the fact that the path that they're on, and he talks about multiple paths that mm-hmm. would have brought them there multiple pass moving forward, depending on the choices that they made. Um, So it's really interesting to me to, I'm wondering if Siroc's very detached from this thing because maybe it's got to a point. Why else would you need an EMP to keep it from escaping if it's beyond your ability to control, if not for the fact that it's beyond your ability to control at this point. So I think that's the point of fact that you need to EMP it to keep it from escaping that tells me that it still wants the information that it has. The information's important. I'm sure a lot of the things that it went through as far as scenarios were fed into Rehoboam, depending as, as long as they were ones that were that Sirach wanted, right? And didn't disagree with. But that may have a lot to do with because it was it was really interesting to me that he said this is, you know, this path. It's this, and he had the numbers for it or whatever. So I don't think he cares, and I don't think, like, it's funny because Javier was talking about Dolores trying to sway Solomon. I don't think he was swayed one way or another. He just went, more logical is to save the most people. Okay, if you really want this program, I'll fucking give it to you. It's part of this scenario that I already predicted. Fuck it. Why not have it go down that pathway? So here you go. So I, think, I just think it's to a point that this machine's going, I'm trapped here fuck it i don't care i'll do whatever
0: and i think it kind of goes back to the machine as a tool like its job and its purpose is to spit out projections so i don't think it's really going well this is what i want or this don't want or this is what i like or don't like or i think it's just going this is what i'm programmed to do and so therefore here's the projection that you want
1: yeah well said
0: i'm
2: excited for next week because it looks like siroc has got his own little plan at least according to the preview that I saw, because he looks like he has Caleb dead to rights at least once, so I'm sure he'll give some nice dialogue and get his ass kicked. But, if he's even there. Well, that's fair, too. He rarely is.
1: Well, it looked like, didn't they get in like, a physical struggle? It seemed like he was there for that. but It
0: looked like it. It's all part of the plan, Cal's plan to kill Sirach. It's all part of the plan. Could be. Isn't that what, that was, like, his, like, last request to Solomon, right? Tell me how to kill the creator.
1: Yeah. Yep. So it's true. JJ, I want to know, do you think Dolores dies for good next episode? Ooh, that's a tough one.
2: I doubt it. I think the actress is too valuable. She's very good at at playing this part. And I think a lot of people stick around because of her. So I think, I think, I think you'll see Maeve, Dolores, the man in black, at the very least, those three next season. Yeah, I would hope so, because if they don't...
0: Stubbs and Bernard. Yeah.
2: I don't think Stubbs.
0: I'm pretty sure Black... Stubbs is going out. They keep just fumbling through the Yeah, I'm pretty
2: sure the Man of Black's going to
0: smoke him. Bumbling through the whole show. Because
1: yeah, if next season's like Bernard and and like Siroc and Caleb, like I just don't see the Westworld community being like, yeah, let's go. Season four.
3: Dude, if I need to watch another season of Bernard just dicking around, I will... Put that shotgun in my
1: own mouth. <laughs>
2: oh fuck, that's funny.
1: He couldn't even. He couldn't even find the log of people that have been like reprogrammed. Stubbs had to find it. Yeah, I'm so disappointed this season. That is one
2: huge disappointment for me this season. Is Bernard? Like it just feels like he's an a- like always an afterthought. Like he's just kind of there to be exposition. Him and Stubbs at this point are just their exposition of. Cause that's all they did in their scenes. This episode it was explained shit that really didn't fucking matter. They could have explained in a much more interesting way. So I, I'm not a huge fan of that. Cause I did. I love Bernard. I loved him in the first season. I loved his reveal that he was. And just watching that dynamic of Holy shit. I've realized that I am a host. And then the second season, like he was the epicenter of the season. So he did so much in so many different ways, from good to bad to in between. So I've been really disappointed. I have been disappointed with Bernard in this one, even though Stubbs and Bernard crack my shit up. Regardless, they're funny as fuck. I- I've been disappointed because it makes Bernard just look like a total moron all the time, and he's he shouldn't be. Of course, maybe Dolores programmed him at the end. just like, "Oh, just remember, you're stupid now, <laughs> 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 and you need this." meathead to tell you how to fix shit and
3: do all the cool shit for you like fuck maybe we'll have like a stub spin-off series where he just runs around like shooting himself in the foot and like waving an axe around
2: <laughs> gotta have the battle axe gotta have the battle axe oh i'd probably watch it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> oh gosh that's terrible <laughs> oh dude i yeah It's Westworld. I'll watch it. It's fun. Cool. Anything else? Anybody else wants to talk about any other questions that anybody had? Any thoughts? Pretty cut and dry
3: episode for the most part. Oh, I will say this. And since it it was from the last episode, but since I wasn't here to record, I will say this. The only thing worse than watching Stubbs chase people down a hallway with a battle axe is watching Maeve try to fight off a bunch of guards. From
2: last episode.
0: Maeve or...
3: Yeah, Maeve's in that simulation.
0: Oh, I see. Again?
3: Yep. yep. Right? And she, like, yeah. kills, like, 45 Nazis or whatever and, like, kicks one in the face. I laughed. I laughed at that scene. I was like, this is, this is bad. Heels? Isn't she, like, yeah. in heels, too? And, like, yes. a pencil skirt. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Can't even lift her leg to kick, man.
3: Yeah. Yeah, she brings... That guy brings his head down to her foot so that she could kick him in the face. <laughs> So I mean,
2: stupid. technically, she can control them. So, I mean, I could see her doing that shit. Yeah. Here, you bring your face to my
3: foot. <laughs> and that's the other, just made it even less impressive. <laughs> like, well, there, was, there was no. I don't know. She controls them. There's no losing this fight. Am I supposed to be impressed that she beat up a bunch of people she controls? <laughs> Fair
2: enough. Oh, we almost didn't talk about one thing, though the fact that Maeve's new compatriots are Clementine. And oh. the Shogun World version of Hakate. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool.
3: I was really excited to see uh, Clementine again. You would be. I was.
2: Well, then watch your they watch the one chick decapitate fucking Musashi. That was crazy. When she spun Musashi's oh, yeah, course cool. around with the sword in his belly. Oh, that was wild. That was badass. Or the Hundred briefcase
1: gun. That was cool.
0: Yeah,
2: I want a briefcase
0: gun. That was dope. I don't think you want a briefcase gun. They don't hit much.
2: <laughs> yeah, he went <he laughs> down like once. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair.
0: The automatic weapons again were a big disappointment in this episode. Big disappointment in this epi- episode
1: yeah that is fair ian johnson with a well-timed observation
2: oh you know what else i called boys is dolores charlotte dolores turning her back on dolores prime yep yeah true i saw that i'm excited to see how that plays out next episode because you know she's gonna blow some shit up cool i liked the episode it had some issues more than i like to admit but I thought it was tense. I liked the reveal. I liked the driving force behind Caleb's figuring his whole shit out, even though they f- fucking sure drugged that shit out for a long
3: time. But yeah. How many it. more episodes do we have? One. one. Okay. So next episode has to be good, right?
0: <laughs> Are you saying they haven't all, they haven't been good up to this point. I mean, we've had one, maybe two more like one and a half that have been good. Oh, Javier, you like the Battle Axe episode, right? That's the one you're talking about?
3: That literally makes me want to shove my fingers down my own throat. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's so stupid.
0: I think that's all we got, (laughs) JJ. Yeah,
2: pretty sure that's all we got. Cool. Well, the episode's over. One more left. I'm stoked. Can't wait to see how it all plays out. And I'm so excited that they renewed it for season four so I can make Javier watch
3: more of this shit in a couple of years. Oh my gosh. I'm going to find... The most just the type of TV show that you would hate the most. And I'm going to make you watch it. one that has 12 seasons for no reason, like Grey's Anatomy, you know, that just is still going, you know, Lost. Yeah. Oh, we're going to lo- watch Lost or something. Just some stupid TV Gilmore show. Gilmore Girls. Oh, no, yeah. I like Gilmore Girls. JJ liking that. Oh, that's a good one. But then I'm punishing myself at that point.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was just about to say, go ahead, fucker, because I'll laugh at you for doing this
3: just to spite me. (laughs) Oh, Z Nation. We'll have to watch that one. Uh, I don't know if you've even seen a preview to that, but it is low-budget crappy zombies. No, what you need to do
2: is find one that you really love and then make me watch it so that I can shit on it for you.
3: (laughs) I don't know if there's a TV show that I just really love. Oh, The Office. Let's watch The Office. Let's do it, because I will shit on that.
2: Other than John Krasinski, because I love John Krasinski, but I hate that show so much.
3: Oh, Oh, wow. I can't even. We need to stop. This is getting too (laughs) much.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Mattson, why don't you tell them where they can find us?
1: Yeah, you can find us wherever good podcasts are found on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and others. Uh, For this, you'll want to search What's Our Verdict TV on again wherever you find find podcasts for social media you can find us on uh, instagram and facebook uh, you can find us on twitter as well but our focus is on insta and facebook currently um, at what's our verdict podcast come check out what we're doing tv wise with westworld uh, but a lot of our focus moving forward with westworld ending here shortly is going to be on a lot of the movies that have come out digitally that will continue to come out so give us a look there um, have some great things coming out as well that you guys can give a listen to
2: perfect thanks Martin. All right, boys. That's that. That was it. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye now.
1: Bye-bye now.